Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lopez wants it away. And it's a deep to left center. Andrew Jones on the run. This one has a chance. Gentlemen, Mets fans of all ages, here is your host, Nick Durst. Hello, Mets fans. Welcome back to another edition of Believe in the Mets. I'm your host, Nick Durst, right here on all the Believe platforms. Happy New Year, Mets fans. Well, is it really happy? It's hard to be happy when you're a Mets fan right now with the inactivity going on here with the New York Mets. David Stearns brought here to New York to run the Mets like they used to be run like a small market team. Is that the case here? I don't know. But right now, it's not looking pretty if you're a Mets fan. So we'll just have to hope for the best. But it's just cycle repeat. It's the same thing for the Mets every single year. It doesn't matter who's calling the shots at this point. And it's just frustrating. They should be a win now, win later team right now. It's all about later, it appears. So joining me right now to discuss all this Mets mishaps, longtime sports columnist, and you may have seen him on a little show that he put on the map called Around the Horn. He is Jay Mariotti. Jay, welcome into the show, and it's great to have you here for the first episode of 2024. We, we, you and I, we both, we've discussed this on many times on other shows, but the Steve Cohen effect. It's a real thing, Jay. Agents are going to use the Mets. They're going to use Steve Cohen to drive up the price. And ultimately, they don't want to come play in New York because the Mets, they don't have anything to offer right now as far as winning right now. Well, I'm in Santa Monica, California. I could bring in Otani over here. Yamamoto over here, whatever you'd like. Glass now over here. It feels as if the Dodgers are the only team out there. The Dodgers could play the Dodgers every game just have an interest squad and forget the Mets and the Yankees and everybody else. I'm hardly a Dodger fan. I'm just amazed that uh, Guggenheim baseball comes up with this money the way that <clears throat> Cohen has been doing it. Here comes Guggen Guggenheim, which has been very, you know, in recent years, they've been waiting for Otani and you got that feeling a year ago. Okay. They're making little deals. They were waiting for this. It happened. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to win it every year. This would be the second time they would win since 1988. There's still something that tells me that there's something in the stew that the Dodgers cannot win every single year. If they signed every single all-star on planet Earth, it wouldn't happen. But even Steve Cohen in New York has to be looking at this and going, wow. You know, I've got a beautiful setup here. We've got City Field here, but this is New York and it does get cold in the winter and it does get cold in April and October. 
uh, I could open the door right now and it's 68 and it's supposed to be 75 today. And if Botani is working on a Dodger stadium, he can go do that and do that in short sleeves. And I think that matters to all of us in life that sometimes you do in the first week of January want to live. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. What does Steve Cohen do? He spent, he spent, he spent. It failed. Uh, Seidler, who has since passed away, uh, spent in San Diego. That didn't work. Just because you spend, spend, spend doesn't mean it works. Uh, but there in New York, you've got the Yankees and you've got the Mets and fans are probably starting to say, when is this ever going to happen when that team out there on the West Coast can do what it wants? So it's, it's tricky. Right now, it is not baseball season, but I've been telling various baseball writers, if you ever want to stop by, you're going to be here all year. I, I talked to Bob Costas the other day out of nowhere, and he said, I don't know what I'm going to be doing this year. I said, Bob, just set up a tent outside Dodger Stadium, and that's all you have to do all year. Nobody wants to hear that, but right now that's going to be the uh, the slice of pie when it comes to uh, spring training stories. Yeah, it's going to be all about the Dodgers. They're opening camp earlier because they're going to go play in Korea. And But like you said, right now with baseball, spending doesn't necessarily equate to anything. The, the Mets spent last year. The Padres spent. The Yankees were top three in payroll. And none of them did anything as far as the postseason. None of them made the postseason. So the Dodgers here, just because they have all these great players, does not mean they can't get swept by the Cincinnati Reds in the NLDS because it happens to them pretty much every year. But they're an attractive franchise because they're in the playoffs every year. So at least they have the shot. So with the Mets here, they're going after Yamamoto. Let's give Steve Cohen credit. He did all he could. He flew to Japan. He gave him a high offer. But he got used. And all along, he wanted to be a Dodger. They didn't give the Mets the final chance to raise the offer they would have because they offered the same deal. And once, once Yamamoto's agent got what he wanted, he said to the Dodgers, can you match this? And that's it. Away we go to Los Angeles because what could you offer Yamamoto? What could you have offered Otani? Uh, we're going to be competitive in two years. Three years, we're going to go for the playoffs. These guys, they want to win now. They want to win later. That's what both teams really should be doing, win now, win later. Obviously, Steve Cohen, I think he's great for baseball because of his his mantra, his attitude. But they have this new the, the Steve Cohen tax, and that's going to hurt the Mets. They're paying $100 million in luxury tax this season. But you know your problem is, cheated it. they cheated the luxury tax. The Yankees, the Yankees are eight, nine miles away. And out here, the Angels, who have proven to be nothing, uh, you know, in, in wasting the entire Trout-Otani era by not making the playoffs, they're nothing. That's a moat 31 miles away, and now it's going to slip into a bigger moat, the Angels. You have the Mets and the Yankees going at it hard. We don't take the Angels seriously. At some point, Trout will be available to be traded, and it will happen. He cannot sit here and continue to deal with this. He needs to get to Philadelphia be maybe that's the guy you have to start to look at, Mike Trout, because that's the problem. The Dodgers do not consider the Angels to be rivals. It's a joke. So when when the Dodgers spend this kind of money, there's nothing Cohen can do. It, he has spent all the money possible, and he can't get Otani. And you know, I try to explain to people outside of baseball, why would you give this guy $700 million? I said, if you're ever going to do it in life, this would be the man. That's assuming 
um, he can pitch again and pitch admirably, uh, then then it's it's a great pickup. Until then, you would never do this again. We may never see this again. Uh, but you know, it's gonna it's gonna be up to Steve Cohen to try to convince free agents in the future. You're not going to Los Angeles. They may think they're going to win every year. They're not going to win every year. And and it's going to be up to the Yankees and the Mets to both convince people to come there. And he's going to have to keep pulling out that wallet again and spend more than ever. He can't go backwards. I hope he's not going to go. <clears throat> I used to see it in, in Chicago all the time. The Cubs would spend a ton of money. They wouldn't win. And then they go backwards. Well, Cohen cannot go backwards. Once he is doled out that kind of money, those mega millions, he's got to keep spending it. And every year when a major free agent is up, he's got to be front and center, go visit them at their house, have them to his house three or four times and make it happen. But until then, I'm afraid. Well, next offseason, Jay, it's going to be a big prove it for the Mets. And that's going to be, are they really going to be in a Juan Soto? And how much money is he going to command? Better be. I mean, he better. But th this is what it comes down to here. You got to deal with the Yankees on Juan Soto. And the Dodgers say, come on out here. Here's our Dodgers stadium. There's there's no valid reason for the Dodgers to be concerned. They they had a reason when the Padres are spending. That's not going to happen anymore. The Mariners kind of went backwards. The Giants, nobody wants to play in San Francisco, right. as Buster Posey and, and their management have said. Some of the issues in downtown San Francisco have literally scared away free agents, including Otani. So if none of these players want to play out here, there's only one place to play out here. But if a player can be wooed to the East Coast, you've got Cohen versus the Yankees versus, I assume, the Red Sox. Uh, the Orioles still spend low. The Phillies are going to spend. Seriously, the Phillies have to be taken seriously. And you're going to have to contend against those teams to bring in people out here. Who do they have to deal with? Nobody. No. No. That's And like you mentioned, I think the weather is a big thing. And the chance to at least be in the playoffs is a big thing. But Juan Soto here, do you think he's going to get a $500 million contract? For this very reason. Because you just spent uh, – you just saw the Otani money spent – and people like Steve Cohen and Hal Steinbrenner, they're going to say, well, it's time. Here's our guy. And we're not going to get shut out again. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, you're, you're going to see the Yankees. He's got, first of all, he'd better have a great year. And that's that's more easily said than done. He at first got to San Diego, Soto, and struggled. Last year, he played well. But the first year there, there were, there were questions of, is he a long-term player here? Uh, he's a great player, but his success, it's kind of funny to talk about somebody this young. His success was years ago when he first came up with the Nationals and the World Series. Now, now time has passed. Is he going to produce in New York? That's another creature. He just spent time in D.C., even though it's nation's capital, it's not a, a hulking media center. Certainly San Diego is not. Now he ventures into New York with this tempest going on. Is he going to want to play there? Well, he should love it with Aaron Judge batting next to him. He should love it. But this is where Cohen can come in next year. I'm going to come and get this guy. And this is going to happen across the board whenever there's a major free agent coming up. I mean, right now I'm wondering what's going on with Cody Bellinger. 
who out here had a couple of bad years, was back to his supreme self in Chicago. I don't know what the Cubs are doing. They, Knowing the Cubs the way I do, they're going to tiptoe away and they'll let somebody sign them. What I would say is if you if you need somebody in, say, the Mets, take, take a shot at him. I mean, you saw him at his best a year ago. Take a shot now. I guess what I would say here in the end is keep spending your money, keep going at it. This is baseball. Baseball now is, is pretty much confined to the Los Angeles Dodgers, the two New York teams, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Atlanta Braves. That's it. I mean, in my mind, the the Pirates owner is loving this. Your buddy Reinsdorf, he must be thrilled. Gary Reinsdorf, God love him, is almost 90 years old and and probably should should get out of baseball like today. It's it's over. What why is he there? Everything he has tried has failed. Now, in his heart of hearts, what he never wanted to see happen in baseball were these splurges of money. Well, it's not only a splurge now. These these are full-out water balloons you're seeing. He can't compete. Do you know there are probably at least 20 owners out there wondering, why am I in this game? Unless they look at the end of the year, well, here's my gross bottom line. Oh, that's why I'm in the game. Now I know why I'm in the game again. But if they're serious about winning right now, they're looking at, your guy, the Yankees guy, the Dodgers guy, Atlanta, Philly, and not much else. I'm wondering, I can't keep up with them. We cannot win. So why are we trying? That that's if I were a baseball owner today in one of those other towns, yeah, I I I start to wonder why I own my team right now. Juan Soto, do you think he's gonna be able to shake off the booze in April and May when he's batting 220 on the Yankees? No, because he's never dealt with it. He didn't deal with that in D.C. He, They loved him there. San Diego, they were too thrilled to be at the ballpark. They had they had uh, sellout crowds every night there, and everybody in that town, that's all they have, Padres. They're, they're jacked to be in the audience. They weren't booing in San Diego. He has zero idea what's in for him there. If, if I were Aaron Judge, I'd, I'd spend a weekend with him before spring training and say, this is New York now. This is what you're going to do with. Are you ready for this? Would you do that? Are you going to, are you going to speak out in the media? What? <clears throat> Good luck, man. No, I, I have, I have not seen enough consistent Soto for these several years to think he's going to go in there and put up triple crown numbers. No, I don't know. There will be ups and downs, and New York is not in the mood for this. It's been what 2009. For the Yankees, uh, the Mets, you know, forever and ever. I, I nobody's in the mood for this, right. and you're gonna you're gonna you know buckle up and go to City Field and go to Yankee Stadium, and and I want to see the very best now. And you're you're coming off a rough year. It would not be a pleasant time to be a, a baseball player in New York right now. Good luck to all of them. That's for sure. So the Mets, obviously, their offense is atrocious. They need to get a DH. Bellinger would be great, but doesn't look like the Mets want to spend money this year. So two short-term options available that you're very familiar with down in Los Angeles. J.G. Martinez, who had a great year last year as DH, and Justin Turner, who the Mets years ago designated for assignment, became a superstar with the Dodgers. Now, the, the Mets, they need power. So on paper, you would say, get Martinez in power. But they also need a third base because they had Ronnie Mauricio. For some reason, he's playing the Dominican Winter League, tears his ACL. But he's going to be maybe the starting our basement for the Mets. Now they have Brett Beatty, 
who batted about 220 last year. He's going to play third with Mark Vientos, who batted about 210. So maybe Justin Turner is the better option because maybe one or two days a week he could play third base. You need a backup first baseman as well. J.D. Martinez, he's not going to play the field. Of these two guys, who do you think is the better option to pursue? I'm, I'm laughing because the first letter in the weekend Los Angeles Times was, why don't we bring back Justin Turner? <laughs> and yeah, bring him back. Why not? You don't think he wouldn't even be a part of this? I love it. You know, the Dodgers have had their issues they're they're playing bets in the infield. I, he's still one of the great right fielders in the game. I, I'm not really – sometimes Dave Roberts throws me for a loop. And speaking of a man on the spot, it's Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers, okay? Uh, he talked about playing bets in the infield full-time, and the GM went, well, we didn't really say that. And, and they've got man, Max Muncy who can slug, but he also might hit 190. You know, you got Max Muncy in the lineup and he's moving to positions and he needs to lose a little weight. And they could probably use Justin Turner and his leadership. And the first thing I would do would be to have him go visit Clayton Kershaw and say, why don't you give it another shot this year and be part of this rotation and not go to Texas? That's what I would do. I know Turner and Kershaw are tight. I mean, I hate to keep bringing up the Dodgers on this show, but... I had to laugh at that. Why not bring back Justin Turner? Well, that makes sense. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. But in your vein, if the Dodgers said no to that, certainly Turner would make a lot of sense. He still has pop in his bat. Um, it was just sad to see him. He was so immersed in playing out here and to see him playing in Boston and he got into it, but his heart was not there. Once you're playing here, you don't want to leave here. But yeah, I, I would, there there are people out there. It's you know we're already in January. Spring training is not that far away, and we've got various free agents sitting out there. It's it's time to clock a little. If if Cohen is listening to this, uh, knock on some doors, man. You've you've got doors. Yeah, we'll see which one, if either, become a New York Met. They both play with the Mets because they want to get the most money possible. So again, the Steve Cohen effect will come into play. Jay, you've carried you covered baseball for for many years, for decades. Have you ever yeah. seen a scenario that happened this year with the Mets in the offseason where they bring in a new president of baseball operations, they fire a Hall of Fame manager, and they decide, okay, what we'll do is we'll bring in a bench coach for a team that missed the playoffs last year in Carlos Mendoza. Has Have you ever seen a scenario like that unfold? Chicago? Yeah, you think? Yeah, I've seen scenarios in Chicago. I've seen, you name it, you name it, I've seen it. Maybe not quite like that. You know, Steve Cohen, I don't want to, this is so unfair and I'm not doing this to him, but Steve Cohen comes in with his $17 billion, whatever that figure is. And it kind of reminds me in a way without throwing any drink on a fan or anything like that, but David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, uh, Cohen has behaved well. He's done well. He's communicated well on Twitter. He has his press conferences. He actually, Cohen's done a nice job there, okay? No, no. Yep. But here comes a hedge fund guy, Roger Goodell and the owners could not say no to. And he's an absolute joke in Carolina and has zero idea what he's doing with the Carolina Panthers, including taking Bryce Young as his quarterback when C.J. Stroud is the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, that's what I mean about hedge fund guys becoming owners. Uh, Cohen loves his Mets. He's putting his money there. He's at the ballpark. 
He clearly loves it. He's not in it as a complete egomaniac buffoon the way I think David Tepper is. But at some point when you have that kind of money in the bank and and you're you're and now we're at a level in baseball where here's Guggenheim with this kind of money in the bank, which is much higher. Here, we're doing this. What are you doing in old New York? Are you gonna, you know, that unfortunately keeps coming back to that. When when we go through a, a postseason such as this with Otani and the other figures, it's hard for anybody to look at baseball and realize that that Otani's money, his single season money uh, of of seventy million dollars, I believe, is higher than three or four payrolls of major league teams. Yep. What well, so when the Pittsburgh Pirates show up at Dodger Stadium, are they they're gonna? It charges minor league money because that that's not a major league team. Sorry, I'm from Pittsburgh, but no. What what what? How am I supposed to take this seriously? The, here come the Colorado Rockies. We're going to take that seriously. I, mm-hmm. I just I, I keep getting back to that where we are in such a financial divide more than ever in baseball, which has been dealing with this for years. But now this off season, you ask me if I've ever seen anything. Yeah, I've seen crazy things, but even in Chicago. Right now, they've got to be sitting. We're kind of like Kansas City because we're not treating our we're not treating our payrolls the way they do in L.A. and New York. Well, they shelled out the money for Craig Council. They shelled out the money there. Well, you know, in the minute they did that, I, I said, "Watch." The only thing they're going to do is is sign Council. Ding. <laughs> That's all. <I> need. <laughs> and after a while, the fans will get mad because Council is. What's a manager worth? I like managers. I, I Bruce Bochy, wonderful yes. job. For the best managers are worth their money. But sometimes you got to, is Craig Council really going to mean more than five or six wins a year for the Council? Well, that's good. That would get them into the playoffs. But I'd like to see Bellinger in the lineup for the next six years. But see, they don't think that way. Yeah, not a lot of foresight sometimes. And I think this whole thing with the Mets firing show Walter kind of blew up on their face because I think if they knew they were not going to get Kirk Council, they would have kept Buck Showalter. But they sent a signal to Mets fans. We're going to hire Mendoza, who's never managed before. So this is not a win-now season. We're going to let him grow as the team grows. We'll see some influx of youth here. We're going to be competitive, they say. I don't know what that means. If you look at the Mets right now, this is a team that is closer to last place than a playoff team. You can't do that. The, the owner of the Philadelphia Phillies said it best. When, when he's sitting there in October having great seasons, we have to spend. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm not going back and forth. I'm going to keep spending John Middleton. I'm going to keep spending my money every year. They even talked about a, an extension for Harper, believe it or not. And no, I don't want to see Co. I can, I can understand one year because so much was poured into one season there. I cannot... Uh-uh. As I said earlier, he cannot go backwards here and let let the Braves and the Phillies run the division while the Mets try to win 81 games. People will stop going to the games. I've been around New York enough to know you're you're not you know they won a year ago. They were disappointed. You, you saw the second half attendance figures. They weren't any. I'm sure they weren't very good. And and why would they? They're going to give it a month this year and see if there's a surprise. And then New York loves a surprise, but it's going to have to be a season-long surprise. It can't stop in June. No, he he look, man. 
you're, they're going to have to go after Soto and every mate. And I would be looking hard at Mike Trout and bring in the monster you player. Know the Mets, they can get Trout. They have the money to take on that salary. And you're not, well, not going to have to have to trade that much to get Mike Trout. Well, then let's talk about Mike Trout because they will trade him at the deadline. The Angels are, you know, the Angels, you're looking at a 90 loss season. At some point in May, Trout, who has been very polite about all of this, will say, yeah, I'm going to talk to management here, and they will trade him. So this is probably yeah, – If he goes to his hometown Soto, team with the Phillies to team up with Bryce Harper, that's going to look even worse on the Mets. Oh, well, Philly will be all over him. There you go again. Here we go. Two New York teams, Philadelphia. Who's going after Mike Trout? Well, somebody's going to get him. If, if you know, if the Mets have this this – Farm just well get them because the Angels are now a minor league team. They don't yeah. need Mike Trout. He's going to waste away and never get to the postseason. So that I'm glad we've come on to something here. We're going to go after Mike Trout in in July. Go after him hard and keep him long term. But that's that's what your season has to be based on. Going after him because a, a little 81 or 83 win season for the Mets is not going to excite anybody there. And uh, New York has had. Too much pain as we've seen this football season again, again, more pain. And now we're going into a baseball season. All right, let's let's see where this all goes. You know, I, I don't you know. I, it's yeah. the, the attention is on the Yankees right now there. But we're all looking closely at the Mets because of what Cohen did, what he failed to get done and where he goes next. And Trout would be next. Well, Trout, the other guy that fits the billing on the same lines is Tatis because the Padres need they need money. So the Mets want to take that contract. But I think the Mets are going to be sellers at the trade deadline. I think they're going to be so bad of it. They're not going to buy. And I think that's going to lead David Stearns to trade the face of the franchise, Pete Alonzo. And that's going to be a really bad look on David Stearns, who already fired Buck, didn't get Craig Council, couldn't get Otani, couldn't get Yamamoto. And the fans are vicious in New York, as you know. They're going to turn on David Stearns on the Mets so quickly if they trade Pete Alonso. I think they need to make it a priority to get Pete Alonso locked in to be a Mets for his career. Somebody from that era. I mean, you know, they, they had success. At least Pete Alonso, you know, will hit a long ball and bring people to the ballpark. But I don't know, man. When, when, you, when you, you know, the way the Padres have done it out here, so they spent... The poor man dies, and now everybody's pulling back, and they'll become a minor league team again. You bring up Tatis, he had a nice year, you know. I, I, you know, is he the face of Major League Baseball? No, I think the steroids thing dragged him down. Uh, I don't think he's the face of anything, but trying to grow up. He had a nice year. I think he grew up. He didn't have any the gold glove in right field. The gold glove. He's, yeah, okay. There's one. I mean, will will they ever get rid of Machado? But he's starting to get up there in years. He just signed an extension last year. He doesn't impress anybody. At the end of the year, they went to him and said, "You're the leader of this team." So I'm not the leader of this team. Well, then you're not. Well, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be the leader of the team. Yeah, you could go to San Diego and do that. You bring up a great point: is that when these teams start to fold, these 15 to 20 teams start to fold probably more rapidly than ever. They're going to be more in the spirit of trading their best players. So look closely at these teams in the first half of the season and, and who starts to fade out and start eyeing, well, 
Look at the Miami. Here's one for you, Jay, because they don't have money. They're a good team now. But Alex Bregman, he might be on the move. He's going to be Alex a free Bregman might be on the move. Miami Marlins have fine players. They could be going in the tank again with their owner. Maybe, maybe they have a bad first half. Go after Miami players. You know, the, another team I should mention is Toronto has spent money. I should not forget about them. They've spent, they've tried, they're spending. But but you're you're looking at, at central divisions, as I like to say. The central divisions have problems. You know, if you if you want to try to steal somebody from say the White Sox, um, Robert is is uh, all star outfielder. I'd go after. I think Jerry will sell. You know, the the Bat Boy at this point. And and I think that you go after him. I mean, you got to start looking at all of these teams with star players and and see how that ends up with you. And and if I'm Stearns, I'm starting to look very closely at that. You're going to have to really be a machine in in full gear from the beginning of the year about bringing new players in. I think that's the state of new baseball. It's 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 don't don't. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Stay set with your one team for the 2024 season. Start thinking about who you're bringing in in July, and maybe that makes you better in the second half. You sneak into the playoffs. That's how the New York Mets, I think, have to operate in the future. Yeah, we'll see. It's right now the rotation is awful, so can't be banking on Luis Severino with his 70 or I last year to, to be the the great pitcher. That was their big offseason signing so far. They didn't get Yamamoto, and now the question is now what? I don't know the answers. They traded for Adrian Hauser. He's going to be in the rotation. He wasn't that great last year. They can't seem to get anybody to come to New York. Lucas Giolito, he's been awful the last two years, but he played the Mets and he signed with the Red Sox. So it's a problem. It's it's that Steve Cohen effect where it's good that he's got the money, but it's also bad because the agents are going to take advantage of that. We forget about the Dodgers a year ago. They just had a monstrous regular season. I mean, they died in the playoffs. We know that. Monstrous regular season. Without Otani, without Yamamoto, with with pitchers, they were Bobby Miller. They pull him out of the minor leagues, and he has a nice year. They had people pitching every night. Honest to God, some nights I had to look up who is this guy they're starting. See, they're 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 getting out of that. Walker Bueller is coming back. Yeah. They bring Kershaw back. Now all of a sudden, look at your rotation, and then Otani in twenty five. Glass now was a big trade. They stole him, but he's never else. That was a great pickup. Uh, I. I, I, you know, I, I hate to do this. I'd rather sit in a show like this in January and talk about the the eight or nine teams that have a shot to win it all. I can't do that. I, I guess I look at the Atlanta Braves, if they can get away from that October slump. I look at the Phillies. I guess I look at the Yankees a little. I, who? Astros. I, mean, the Astros, I agree with you on the Astros. They're going to probably start to fade. The Rangers will be in it because the Rangers spend their money. It's another team that spends their money wisely. Yeah. But who else? I'll say maybe the you know the only thing would be maybe the Rays finally get over the hump. I don't know. It's it's 
They're always in the next step. Rays have to get, get, get their stadium settled. I've heard Manfred talk about this for about 25 years. The Rays have to get their stadium settled. Finally, it looked like they had a deal. I don't think so. They, they Enough of that. They What did they draw? 18,000 in the playoffs, right? Oh, my God. How, how do you – I got to say this. How do we take – all right, so they sign Otani out here, and you got Cohen in New York, and you got House Steinbrenner here, and the Philadelphia guy, and then we have the Tampa Bay Rays. They don't fit in the same sphere as everybody else. Why are they here? They win, but what are they here? The Miami Marlins don't draw any fans. How about what? the soon-to-be Las Vegas Athletics? Oh, God. Again, speaking of the Dodgers, you realize Las Vegas is Dodgers Central? They love the Dodgers. And now there's more reason to love the Dodgers. You've been to Vegas in the middle of July? Ah. All right. They haven't committed to what type of, of rollover stadium they're doing. So we don't really know if it's going to be one of these. You know, they're only spending so much money for John Fisher in Nevada. He's still got to come up with his own money here. And when it starts to get to that point, he's going to start saying, I'm not spending all this money. We're not going to have that retractable roof. Okay. So a family comes in in May, June, July, August, very hot, and they want to go see a ball game. And it's 5 o'clock at night, and it's 98 degrees. Yeah, we're going to go sit at a ball game there. What kind of team is John Fisher going to bring in? You know, the Billy Bean days are long over. So John Fisher is now going to bring in a, a first-class team to Las Vegas? No, he's going to have a minor league team. Hmm. So you might do it as, as a little bit of fun, go to the ball game, but they're not going to win there, and they'll probably be into more of the Dodgers than that team, the A's. And we're still four or five years away from that. They got to figure out where they're playing for a while. What a joke. I I, I just, baseball, it, when I was growing up, it wasn't that long ago. Night, in the 19, early 1990s, baseball was king in this country. And they had a strike. And it was ugly for years. I mean, they canceled a World Series. And what happened? Michael Jordan buzzed by them, and the National Football League buzzed by them. And when they finally got it together later in the 90s, wait a minute, how do we become number three in this thing? Why is Jordan getting all the attention? What about us? That's where guys like Reinsdorf come in. That's where these old-time owners who hated me in Chicago because I'm writing at this at the time, you guys are ruining the game for what? What are we doing here? You don't understand what the NBA is trying to build. You don't understand football is sitting on the precipice of something big in this country. And you guys, a lot of old guys sitting around in their underwear, you know, ordering pizza in the ballroom as they're debating whatever they're doing, they just let the game kind of slide. And they're still recovering from that. And you've got these select donors like Mark Walter was a a uh, Chicago hedge, hedge fund guy, and he built this partnership. And look at it now; he's the Dodgers chairman and Cohen. And that's what's that is what is running baseball right now financially. And you got all these little guys like Baltimore. Angelos used to be a big guy. Peter, he's moving on. His son is taking over. They're going to stay there, but right now they have the 28th payroll in baseball. So are we taking the Orioles seriously? I, I don't. Are we to win it all? I doubt it. I don't know, man. I hate to get on this, but 
you asked me about baseball, and and I look at right now the NFL, which has had a, a rough year with injured quarterbacks. But do you realize on Christmas Day, all three of their games all totaled over $27 million. All three, $27 million. Well, the NBA was drawing two-point-something million per game. That's 10 times the amount of what the NBA was drawing on Christmas, which used to be the NBA's day. And also, so, the, and the MLB, they don't, even, they don't even make everybody play on the 4th of July when we're out there anymore. It's, 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 it's an off day. It's an off day. Let me, let me say a good thing about baseball. It's great you can go to the ball game in the summer to a ball game. That's great. You can't get they, – they improved the game a year ago. It's quicker. It's easier to watch a game. It's easier to watch on TV. I'll say some good things about it. It's great to go to a ball game. But in regard to who wins the championship, in regard to who's going to pull off a dynasty or whatever, it's down to three or four teams. It doesn't matter anymore. And you might say, well, where would the Rangers come from? Well, the Rangers spent money and got it done in October. The Diamondbacks were a fluke. Sorry, that was fluky. That will not happen again. Uh, baseball does need to look into how they're handling playing 162 games and then having a team out in three. Does that yeah. make any sense to you? Wow. That, that's that's a little awkward. If nothing else, they'll never do this. Cut For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. One month of the season prolong the playoffs. That's never going to happen. But what you do is there's too many playoff teams. Right, the playoffs make it seven every series, not the first one. Can't that's that's dumb. And then you're you're penalizing great teams who spend a lot of money. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the NFL ruling the rules. College football coming off stupendous games yesterday. They'll have a huge number next Monday. College football has its issues, believe me, but it's sitting right there. The NBA is doing a new contract. They're going to get you know mega bucks for that. And where the hell is Major League Baseball? I've got people at ESPN telling me we're, we're not we're not big on ba- ba- the future of baseball. We don't draw any people on Sunday nights. They don't draw any fans. Baseball is great when you're sitting there in Long Island and it's a lazy afternoon. Let's go to the Mets game. There it is. And there'll be 30,000 people there. That's great. I'm glad we have that. But the, the inner workings of, of Major League Baseball to determine a champion is gone. There you have it. Jay, this has been great. Let everybody know where they can find your, your work and you on social media. Yeah, I work, I work for Substack, which is gaining quite a few sports writers, by the way. As this business swirls, I don't know where the business is swirling, but I like where I'm at on Substack.com, Jay Mariotti, and I write pretty much every day. And there's so much going on in this country. I write national sports columns. I mean, I'm going national. I'm not, 
I'll dip into Chicago here and there, but I'm, I'm you know, when, when Otani signed, I'm all over that. I was over the Mets last year when, when they couldn't get it done. I think people need to read more national stuff because there's so many gamblers. I'm not a gambling guy, but gamblers who follow national sports. You're not just into your local. you got to cover everything. So that's what I do. Uh, whatever I'm on, on, uh, on X, Jay Mariotti, whatever. I don't even look at it, but Jim McMahon follows it. How's that? Remember Jim McMahon? He's the only quarterback winning, Bears quarterback winning quarterback. I'm sorry, Super Bowl winning quarterback in Chicago, Jim McMahon. He's on there. Join him. I'm I'm just having a great deal of fun and doing shows like this. I'm glad you're doing well, Nick. Glad we've been talking for years and glad you're on this. And hopefully you'll be able to believe in the Mets. At some point, you at some point you will. You know, when you have an owner like that, you will at some point. All right, Jet. This has been great. Next time I talk to your buddy, Bob Costas, let him know he's always welcome on this show. That's going to do it here. I will will tell you, you know what? He'll do it. And uh, I I will, I will let him know. I appreciate it. All right. Make sure you're following us on all social medias. And of course, YouTube, like, and subscribe at Believe in the Mets, B-L-E-A-V-I-N-T-H-E-M-E-T-S. I'm on X slash Twitter at Nick underscore Durst on Instagram at Nick's Food and Stuff. And until next time, everybody, let's hope for the best and let's go Mets. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.